Multiple people have been shot at a church in what, Sutherland what, what, Springs. What, why did God let this? The why, that's always the We can have fun and do so in Jesus' name. Because why Amen? this church? Why people that I Let's let the world see that it's okay to have fun at why, God's Why, time. why, why would God do this? Why did God allow this? God didn't just allow it. He did it.
Do you think you're doing him any, any honor by taking on his name? Is he trying to be famous among a whole society of wicked doers, lawless people that do as they please, that love pleasures more than him? That is crazy. That is crazy. But if you keep his commandments, you're the one that loves him. And he'll reward you for that. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Does this debacle here at this church look like any kind of healing and hearing from heaven? There are people mocking there on, on Twitter and Facebook and wherever else. Hey, well, maybe you better give up prayer because it's sure not working. They're right. They're right. But they're wrong in another respect. These people aren't praying. They're making a mockery of prayer. They're not praying at all. They're flattering the Lord. Just rhyming up stupid little slogans that they call praise. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We love you. Crap. They don't love him at all. Total unrealism total lawlessness and there's going to be a lot more of this coming a lot more and people are going to hate us for telling them they are the guilty ones this fellow who came in and, and wiped them out he was only an instrument of evil under God's sovereign rulership to deal with wickedness pointed the sword for lawless people and it's not it's not enough for them to to break his commandments but they have to take his name in vain the one commandment that says I will now hold him guiltless who does so so they get their consequences doubled back to them it is such wickedness. It makes me so angry. But we, we, we are the cults. We are the cults. Why? Because we're not preaching the mercy of God to lawless sinners who refuse to repent, who insist on their pleasures. And so we're a cult. Man tells them to keep Sunday. God tells us to keep the Sabbath. So... They obey man, and we obey God, and we are the cult? How does that figure? We put away pagan festivals, like Halloween, Christmas, Easter, birthday keeping. And we're called a cult for it. Why are we called a cult? It's because we believe the Lord and obey Him. That's why we're called a cult. That's why. And all these people who are cults, this church was a cult. We're a fun-loving cult. No problem having fun in, in the church of God. Jesus wants us to have a little fun. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. Liars, absolute liars, hypocrites. And they destroy all these soft-headed people, these simpletons, these naive people. 
they destroy them. And they deserve to be destroyed because they refuse to repent. They want to stuff themselves with all the crappy commercial foods, processed foods, McDonald's hamburgers. They want to kill themselves. They believe every lie that the world comes up with and buy every product the world comes up with and they don't have a problem with it because we accepted Jesus. We're Christian. All right. Let me use a nasty vernacular word here. Bullshit, you're Christian. Make me an offender for a word like Isaiah mentions. But I can't think of a better word, a more appropriate one, to define essentially what it is you're doing. These people, they don't, they don't know their left hand from their right, and they don't want to know. And now we come speaking the truth, and we are going to be condemned as false teachers. Well, why don't you put your, yourself on your list of false teachers? Well, the reason I do that is because I'm not a false teacher. Is that good enough for you? But why are you saying that? Is it because you don't believe me? Well, everybody's a false teacher but you. What if that's so? You tell me of a teacher out there that is teaching what they should be teaching. You tell me. There are all these Baptist preachers. When we were in Henry Blackaby's church at Faith Baptist Church in Saskatoon, in 1974, they were celebrating Halloween. They had their costumes and they were whooping it up. And those people have not changed. Not in 43 years. They haven't changed. They still have the same mentality, the same practices, the same theology, philosophy, psychology. They haven't, they haven't changed. And they perish. They perish. I'll tell you something. Uh, we're doing this recording right now, guys, and you can just record it just like it is. I don't care. All these words included. I want people to know that we are speaking the truth, that they can be helped, that there is hope for them. There is healing. There is a right way. You can know the right way. You don't have to guess about it. And I would like for people to receive that, to believe it, to hear it, to believe it, to live it, and be delivered of the wickedness. And those who believe are delivered. And those who don't go away gnashing their teeth. They go into perdition. Here's this guy writing us nearly every day right now, bemoaning his lot. But he trashed everything, trashed everything that we shared with him, physically, mentally, spiritually. He trashed it all, despised it, and then he trashed us. These are the dogs that took holy things and trampled on them. The pigs trampled on them. That's what happened. And now they're begging for help? Now they're begging for understanding? Are you kidding me? You made your choice. We warned you. 
don't know of any true teachers out there. I, I really don't. Lots of lots of people there that that I appreciate saying some good things. And there are many of those that we have listed as false teachers. I appreciate a lot of the things that they've said because they are truths. I can't argue with them. On the other hand, you dig a little deeper and you take a look into their practices and other doctrines and you find falsehood. And then if you try to approach them on it, they refuse to listen. So you see, everybody out there, every false teacher is a true one. Isn't that so? Every false one is a true one. And I'm standing here as a true one, and everybody thinks I'm a false one. So what am I supposed to do? Lord, has anyone believed our report, said Isaiah. What am I supposed to do? All I can do is speak what I'm given and stand by it and let people know that if they want to know the truth, it is available. You can know the truth. Well, not everybody knows the truth. Not everybody knows all the truth. We're all learning. Right. You're not learning at all. You're ever learning, but not coming to a knowledge of the truth. Isn't that what the scripture says? Isn't that what Paul said to Timothy? Ever learning and never coming to a knowledge of the truth. You contradict the scriptures at every remark you make, at every protest you make, at every answer you give. Why? Why do you defend sin? Why do you defend death? Why do these people at this church defend sin? Here's this other lady that writes this at the forum. I don't agree with your interpretation of the scriptures where, where, where people who, who are Christians die of horrible deaths. Well, maybe you shouldn't believe that those people are Christians. Maybe you shouldn't believe that they are wonderful Christians, like your mother who died a horrible death of cancer. Why would you believe that she was a wonderful Christian? Why do you do that? Because she said so? Doesn't the Bible say every man is... Let, let God be true and every man a liar? Why are you believing the liars? Fine, so it's your mother. Time to wake up to your mother. Time to find out that you've been misled. By parents who haven't known any better. By parents who have lied to you. Who, by parents who have glorified themselves as Christians. And they weren't Christians at all. They were make-believe Christians. They were pretend Christians. They were nominal Christians. But they weren't biblical Christians. They weren't God's believers. God's flock. If they ever were, they certainly fell away and did their own thing. Either that or God's a big fat liar. He makes promises and he breaks them. He betrays us. I'll take care of you. You obey me, I will take care of you. No good thing will I uphold or, or withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing. I think the MKJV uh, says uphold instead of withhold, which is a mistake in that verse. But he, he, he is true. If there's anything I can say about the Lord Jesus Christ, and he proved it by his death on the cross, burial.
and resurrection. He proved it. He proved his faithfulness. And that's, that's the one thing I can say about him. He's faithful and true. Don't call him a liar. You're asking for trouble when you call him a liar. And don't tell lies about him. Like that it's fun. It's, it's great to have fun in his church. It's allowable. It's good. Celebrate Halloween. Mock blood painted all over your faces. Wow. Evil people. Stupid, evil people. I'll say it. Stupid, evil people. Let's just call it what it is. Perishing. Perishing, perishing. And they will not listen. And then they treat me like I'm the devil himself when I tell them the truth. Harry Truman, I believe it was, who once said, people, people think I'm giving them hell. He says, I'm speaking the truth to them, and they think it's hell. They take it as hell. Yeah, well, that's what's happening. And if I'm giving them hell right now, they have it coming. And quite frankly, when I see all this wickedness, all these antics that these so-called Christians are coming up with in the name of the Lord, I'll be glad to give them hell without apology. They have it coming. You want the truth? Listen to what I have to say. I know the truth. You can know all the truth. You can know the Lord. If Christ dwells in you, if you have his mind, if you have fellowship with him, if you're one with him, why would you not be able to have the truth that he is? Where do you get this silly notion that you'll, you'll never learn everything now? Uh, it's just bit by bit, and we all know something. We all have some truth. We're all equal. Don't tell us what to do. Don't preach to us. Don't patronize us. Don't criticize. Don't judge. Don't judge. Oh, no, no, dear. Don't judge. The Lord says, judge. He says, judge. And you're calling him a liar. You're saying, don't judge. You take Matthew 7 and another scripture there, Romans 2, and you say, hey, don't judge. You take a couple of, of excerpts from the scriptures and you build up a doctrine whereby you demand that people don't confront you with your sins and that it's wrong to do so. Proof texts. Let's take the whole counsel of Scripture. Let's see everything that the Lord has to say about judgment. And there's plenty that he says about those who know better, who understand the Lord, who walk with him, speaking against sin, crying out judgment. So, people, if you want to head out and destroy yourselves, sticking your index fingers in your ears, go for it. Go for it. 
frankly, I'm sick and tired of trying to talk to you and taking all the crap that I take from you people. Go ahead, destroy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves with your big, big... celebrations and your stages and your large mega churches and everywhere else and you have all this positive message saying oh it's 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 good to have fun there's nothing wrong with having fun in in the lord's church having fun okay go have it go have it and i'll tell you every one of you congregations that indulge in these kind of things i don't care who you are the same destruction is coming your way that came to this church here we're over where, where half the congregation was slain and half of it was, was wounded. The same kind of destruction is coming. Islamic slavery, Sharia law, all that's coming on a dull, stupid, lawless, lazy, pleasure-loving society, a leftist society, a liberal society, a progressive society. Those are all terms for people who just want to do their own thing. As long as they can stay at the top of the heap and avoid all the consequences. We'll keep the guns for ourselves. We'll guard ourselves with guns, but we'll take the guns away from you because we have to project virtue. We have to tell you right and wrong. You have to listen to us. But we'll do as we please. You do as we say, and we'll do as we please. Down with violence, down with misogynism, down with pedophilia, down with this, down with that. Meanwhile, these preachers of these virtues, so-called, whether they are or aren't, are there doing those very things, and, and deep into them. Look at Hollywood. Look at Hollywood. All those people stood up and they condemned uh, President Trump like he was just the worst thing on earth. And they're doing that now. And guess what happens? They, they themselves, get his accusers get, get exposed. They're found out being the worst offenders of these very things. Isn't that an amazing thing? God is destroying Donald Trump's enemies and rightly so may he bring every last one of them down a whole lot of liberal churches out there defending defending their values their pleasures their preferred religion blacks whites Asians you name it just doing their own thing. President Donald Trump, he can improve the economy. He can improve all kinds of things in the nation. Get jobs back. He's doing these things. But how is he going to change hearts? What's God going to do with those hearts? What's he going to do with them? Do you think that more prosperity is going to change the heart? I don't think so. It often works the other way. People get rich, they get fat, they get lazy, complacent, and then they look for trouble. Any kind of pleasure to try and please please their sensual lusts because 
they're getting bored with what they've had. The sins of Sodom and Gomorrah. Plenteousness in bread and an and idle time. No, fire has to come. Fire has to come and destroy and root, root, root out all these cesspools of wickedness. Let all such churches as these be destroyed. Unless they repent, they will be destroyed. I would like to see them repent. I'm not sitting here like, say, what, Westboro Baptist Church and trying to just condemn everybody. That's a different story. They're, they're just mean and, and nasty, just self-righteous vermin. That's all they are. But at the same time, they have a point to make too. They see wickedness. They're just not going about it the right way. I'm going about it a little differently. Repent. Repent. Turn around. They're calling on you to repent too. Fine. But I would, I would say that you need to repent. I would prefer that you repent. But I'm telling you that it's not just some wacky preacher now telling you that you need to do that. I do represent the Lord Jesus Christ. He has appointed me to speak. That's what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, you're going to have to take that up with him. You're not fighting me. You're fighting him, and you're fighting what he has to say. You're not fighting my judgment, accusing me of judging, 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 wrongfully. You're, you're resisting his judgment. He has come. His white throne judgment is here. Those are all symbols of spiritual realities. You don't think you're in front of the white throne judgment right now? Think again. Could be you are. You don't think the Lord is here to judge you right now? Could be he is. How do you know? Did he not say himself that he comes as a thief? You won't know it. I can tell you right now the Lord's here, but you won't know it. You won't believe it. Oh, Victor thinks he's Jesus Christ. Sure, throw every kind of foul accusation against me you want. Go for it. Where will it get you? Hang on to your sin. Hang on to your pleasure. Hang on to your death as though it's very life. Go for it. The Lord has prospered me. He has proven my way. I have proven Him. He says, prove me. I've done it. For 44 years, I've done it. And He has proven true. He has verified the things that He's given me to believe. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And those people who denounce what I'm saying, who condemn me, laugh at me, scoff at what I have to say, and the claims that I make, 
They're destroyed. They perish in ways that I would never, I would never think of, of making happen. Blown away by their own children with sawed-off shotguns, dropping dead of devils within weeks of being spoken to, or somebody prophesying against us, and the very things that happened, uh, he he pro- prophesied of us happened to him in perfect timing. And I'm the fool. I'm the false teacher. I'm the false prophet. Yeah, right. I'm here in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's why I'm here. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about getting ordained at some Bible school or seminary. I'm talking about being appointed by Him deliberately, specifically, to be His mouthpiece, to speak, to represent Him. That's what I mean by coming in the name of the Lord. If you agree with me, can any can can anyone walk together unless they're agreed? If you agree with me, you're his. Because I'm his. If you don't agree with me, you're not his. Is that arrogant of me to say? Presumptuous? You you may say so, you may think so, but I know what I'm talking about. And I've said over the years to many people, all right, you don't agree with me. You go your way and do your thing. I will go my way and do mine, that I believe is his, that I know is his. And we'll see how it works out. Years down the road, I see these people in bankruptcy, in divorce, in disease, terminal illness, nervous breakdowns, loss of homes, loss of children, loss of parents, to, to tragedy. That's what I see. Without exception. Without exception. And the Lord has taken us through all kinds of turmoils and troubles. I've put it on record. I've been honest with with the things that have happened to us. Very public about it. Things that people would not divulge about themselves. I've put it out so that people would understand that I am trying to be honest with everybody. I am trying to tell them just the way it is. And the reason I want that to happen is so that they can see somehow that what I'm saying is true, that it turns out to be true. But I'm not just blowing air. So I tell people, you go your way, I'll go mine. Their way is proven. It always is. You take the wrong way, you're not going to end up in the destination you claim to be aiming for. And that is what? The kingdom of heaven. I'm there. 
I am there. And I'm speaking to you from the kingdom of heaven. I'm speaking to you from the throne of God. That's where I'm speaking from. I know the one route that it takes to get there. And I know that all the other routes that people have pointed out to me that they have claimed to be taking, and are, do not lead to the kingdom of heaven. They just don't. They just don't. And I can tell you, I'm at the mountaintop and I can see all these roads, these many roads near the base of the mountain, and I see one road, and there is only one, that comes right to the top. And that's the one, by God's grace, not because I was shrewd or smart or educated or anything like that. No, I'm far from that. But, but, but by God's grace, he gave me that route. I made it to the top. I sing and shout from a mountaintop. A mountaintop so high it makes me cry. Joy only comes with victory. And victory only comes when you die. That's the way it is. All these people like at this church, they just wanna they just wanna live. They wanna have fun. This world is what it's all about. talking about entering the kingdom here and now the, the, the violent the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by storm he's talking about this lifetime this world this dimension not in the by and by when you physically die and get eaten by worms and what your worms usher you into heaven the maggots bring you in what is the pearly, pearly gate made of maggots? Damned fools. Damned fools. God calls you to repent. That's your gate. Repent from your wickedness, your law-breaking, your iniquity, your lawlessness. Repent from the pleasures of, of the flesh, the pleasures of, of, of this world, of the devil who comes in beautiful ways to, de to destroy, to deceive and to destroy. And you love to have it so. No. No, there's only one way. You take up the cross. Not a Halloween mask. Sackcloth and ashes. Not Halloween costumes. Praise and prayer, not stupid obscenities. There's a Christian standing at the door. Christ lives in him. Young kid, eight years old, trick or treat. Oh, hi, son. What church do you go to? Church? What's this got to do with church? Well, um, I'm a Baptist. Oh, so do you love the Lord? Um... And, yeah, I go to church. So what are you doing dressing in a devil's costume? What are you doing dressing in a witch's costume? What are you doing dressed as a pirate? And why are you threatening me with, with tricks if I don't meet your demand and give you a treat here? And why are you begging at the door? Is this what Jesus would do? 
is this what he teaches you to do in your church? Is this what your pastor teaches you to do? I think you need to leave my doorstep. Out you go. I've had enough of this for, for now. And I mean every word of it. <laughs>